You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, have I got your attention now? We, for lack of a better word, is good. You know what I mean? Money to be made in a place like this. Money never sleeps, pal. You're crazy. Don't run when you lose. Don't whine when it hurts. You know what it takes to sell real estate? It takes brass, 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 brass. I'm falling, and I can't get up! All right, welcome to Money Never Sleeps. This is the show where we touch on anything and everything that impacts the flow of money from around the corner to around the world. And I want to thank you for taking time to listen to the show today. Uh, this week, I'm going to be touching on everything from immigration to cryptocurrency, gun control, blockchain, and Amazon. Uh, and I, I also will be giving a little tutorial on Pico Novus. And this is the asset-backed digital asset that I see as being part of the next wave of digital assets that are here to stay. There are a lot of good things going on with that. Uh, so I, I want to start with uh, with immigration. Look, there there's a big, a huge debate revolving around it. I know that this has become a political debate, and the narrative is clouded by it. Politics, politics, you know, when you're dealing with uh, with politics on a consistent, uh, sometimes things don't get done, okay? Uh, America was built on the back of immigrants. There's no question about it. You look at anywhere in this country, especially in New York City, you see how the buildings are built. And, and, and just the growth in this country, you know, again, built on the backs of immigrants, uh, it has always been the land of opportunity, where a man or a woman can come upon these great shores with wide eyes and dreams of living that American dream. Everyone that comes here, they, they come here because of the American dream. You know, you remember watching the movies or seeing the pictures, someone coming off the boat, first thing they see, they, they come in America, they see the Statue of Liberty, they see New York City, okay, and the dream is there. And it's there for them to go and achieve whatever they want to achieve. Uh, a couple of things that I see as clouded. First, I really don't think that the change in immigration law is to keep legal immigration from happening. I think it's, that's the furthest thing from what's happening here. Uh, again, politics clouds everything. It, to me, it's the exact opposite. It's preventing from illegal immigration from happening. We have people that are, are just coming here. They're not being vetted. They're just coming into the country, and they're they're here. Okay, where if they went the legal way, then they would have no issues. But what what winds up happening is that you have people that maybe may not pass. The, uh, the mustard or pass the bar and uh, be able to be allowed to be in, in, in America because of their their history. Uh, not where they come from, but their history. Uh, well, you know, they may have done something bad wherever they come from. Who knows? Uh, but basically, um, what what we're looking at, it, it's 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 important. You know, you know, we you know, with the immigration lawyers should be that. It's allowing anyone, anyone to come to this country and add value to it. That is so critical, adding value to this country. It's very important in the growth of America as a whole. This holds true in the manufacturing industry, technology, 
agriculture, construction, and so much more. We want the brightest and the best right here in America. That is what we want, and that's what we should want, and that's what the politicians should want. That's what Congress, everyone should want, but there is a divide. There is a divide, and that, that's something that needs to change. Uh, so with that said, you know, again, the, the, the vetting process definitely has to be in place. And, and the, the level of strictness, look, I'm not a politician. I can't say, you know, but whatever it is, whatever they need to do, especially in this day and age, is different than it was 80 years ago, 100 years ago, okay, uh, where you have technology now that makes things a lot, should make things a lot easier to go through and and make things happen um but you know you have you have you know with the vetting process you know that's to prevent the people that may have their own ideas of their own american dream that's a lot different than the good people that have come into this country you know bringing violence and other criminal activity to the table that's a no-no we don't need we have enough things going on we need more i don't think so uh look this is what I believe is supposed to be done, and really, you know, those that are here now, they shouldn't, no way, no how, should be sent out of the country. If they're here, they're working, they're contributing to America, they're contributing to society, their kids are going to school, they're doing something here, and why shouldn't they have the opportunity? They should have that opportunity to live that American dream. Get them in the system. Give them a chance to become what America stands for. And I believe this is what President Trump wants to do. You know, it, he may come across harsh with things. And, you know, look, I don't agree with a lot, you know, everything that he's doing. But I think at the end of the day, you know, everything may just work out for the best. You know, and I think that he wants what we all want. So we have to look at it uh, that way. And uh, maybe, maybe the politicians will get it right and do do what's right for the country and do what's right for the people that are not only here, but the people that are coming here. Because I know uh, legal immigrants that have come here, and for them, they have to fight to be here. So how is it fair for someone just to go, you know, crawl on the shore and come here and all of a sudden, boom, they're in America. They they get to go and, and have the same rights and live and, and have all this stuff and, and have all the entitlements and everything just because? Yeah, there's a problem with that. Uh, I think it's important. Um, I think it's very important that, you know, we we go and do this the right way because otherwise we're going to begin to isolate America from the world and that's something we don't want to do but also we don't want to you know be the receptacle for whatever comes ashore you know we can't do that either it needs to be organized the vetting process must be in place for the safety of the country you know uh you know there's a big topic of the wall this and that look you know i don't i don't know you know, with with the wall being built, not being built, all this other stuff, you know, but I do believe that uh, that we have to protect our borders as much as we can. Uh, and however that's going to happen, technology should be a big part of it. So let's see what's going to happen. OK, uh, you know, I, I, this is the topic I don't want to stay on for a long period of time because it's a there's a heated debate around it. And that's gun control. Uh, yeah, I mean. Things are happening, and I, I get, again, I was so saddened when I heard about what happened in Florida. Um, 
these kids, you know, didn't didn't even have a chance to live their lives, and their lives were taken away from them. They didn't lose their lives; they, it was snatched away from them, and I think that's horrible. And I think the person that did—I'm not even mentioning the name—the person that did it, okay, had intent to do it on that day, and I think it's really disgusting, you know. But now on to gun control. You know, should there be gun control in place? Yeah, I think there has to be something in place. I don't think that we should lose our rights to bear arms because that is a problem. However, okay, the automatic weapons, that that's something that they need to address. You know, you always hear it's not the guns that kill people, it's people that kill people, it's, you know, the bullets, whatever the case may be. You know, there has to be something. There has to be some some balance there. Okay, because for someone to be able to use these weapons, you know, time and time again, you don't, I mean, we've been seeing this over the past several years from Sandy Hook on down, you know, and you, you it's like this, there has to be something. Okay, this was something that President Trump inherited, and I believe that he's going to figure it out. And it may not be 100% what the NRA wants, it's not going to be 100% what what the gun control uh, activists want, but I think there's going to be a balance. Um and it'll I think it's going to happen in this administration. You know, I know when something happens, the big thing is it's too soon to talk about it. You know, I mean when when something happens, it's always heated at that moment, but yeah, something needs to happen, and and this topic should not go away. I just didn't want to stay on it too long for the show, uh, but I do think that they need to do something about it uh, in some way, uh, and that's my opinion. Now, I want to I want to talk about Amazon. You know, Amazon. Wow, you know, I I've always liked this company going way 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 back. You know, when when uh, Bezos was. Uh, a skinny nerdy guy, which now he's a buffed, you know, billionaire. We call him BB, buff billionaire. Okay, he's he built an empire, and he did it in a way. And this is what what corporate America needs to do more of. He reinvested in the company. You know, people for the longest time said, "Why well, Amazon's not making money?" No, they're making money, but he's doing the right thing, and he's taking that money, putting it back into the company, and growing the company further and further, getting involved in all different types of areas. And this is what a lot of investors like about it. But the critics, they'll say what they're going to say. You know, if you're building a company, it's not about it's not about the 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 management filling their pockets. It's not about the, the the CEO or the founder going and say, hey, you know what? I want to be a gazillionaire. I'm going to put all the money in my pocket, and I'm not going to go and build a company. Bezos is all about building the company, growing, 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 growing. And this is what's happening here, you know. And I think that you know from from the Whole Foods deal, you look, you know, you know who's going to benefit from that. Yeah, yeah, Amazon's going to benefit, of course, but also the people. Because Whole Foods, a lot of people may may not know this, but Whole Foods, they were doing everything third and fourth party. Okay, they weren't dealing directly with, with the growers and agricultural companies, stuff like that. They weren't doing that. They were they were dealing third, fourth party, which brought those prices so so high. It's like it's like being you know, a printer and you're you're buying paper from, you know, three parties down, you're gonna you're gonna pay a lot more for it, aren't you? And who 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 winds up biting that bullet? You and me, the consumers. Okay, Whole Foods love it 
but way expensive, way expensive for the average person, average, average family, no question. But Amazon is going to change that. They're the good guys in this deal. Okay, they're going to be able to change that and make it more affordable for everyone. And I believe when that happens, that you're going to see a lot of, I mean, a lot of growth there. Now, there was a lot of talk about them going and potentially buying Target. Hey, I think it's a good idea. Give them more distribution points all over the country, okay, and be able to get to people a lot quicker. And I think that may be part of their plan. Now, are they going to announce it yet? I don't, I don't know. I mean, again, th these are my thoughts, and I'm just kind of piggybacking on someone else's uh, thoughts at NYU, and kind of, and I, I see the picture. Okay, Bezos has he has beyond the ten year plan. Okay, and for Amazon to to continue to grow, he has to continue to get involved in all industries, and he will. Amazon will. Okay, their, their next step is a delivery service. They're going to go head-to-head -head with FedEx and UPS and the post office. And who do you think is going to win that battle? Okay, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be a battle. There's going to be a battleground in the uh, delivery service, no question. Uh, and you know, UPS International, Amazon's going to be international. And Amazon is going to mimic what they're doing here. They're going to mimic it elsewhere. Okay, and there's a lot of things with antitrust and everything else. You know, look, I think at the end of the day, what he's doing, what Bezos is doing, what his team are doing, and it's not just him as his team. They're doing things the right way because they don't want to deal with the antitrust and, and, and all that stuff. They want to go and just continue to build and get involved in other things and really be a true, uh, well, a, a true conglomerate. And they're, they're, they're way, way beyond that. And I believe that you're going to see a lot more growth with uh, the company over the course of the next couple of years. Um, and he, Bezos is just warming up here. You know, he's not even close to being done with what he's doing. So just keep an eye on it. I think that, you know, long-term investors are going to do well with it. All right, now I want to, you know, switch over to cryptocurrency. Uh, look, you know, you had... The cryptocurrency markets got kiboshed, you know, not too long ago, you know, because people, you know, were looking, they were, they were, they were switching up, they were going and, you know, trading out of Bitcoin. People, you know, panic. Yeah, that's what happens when, when, when things turn the wrong way, especially when you're talking about the cryptocurrency market with, with Bitcoin, Ethereum, and and so on and so forth. The volatility is high. It's high. That's why you have the CFTC. That's why you have the CME. That's why you have them have them involved and in, and in offering futures on it because it's volatile. Okay, and it's a trader's paradise because you're trading up, down, up, down, sideways, everything else, and you can make money all over the place. And and you know, traders that are doing it, they can make money. They make the spread. They make whatever whatever is happening. So it's it's a good thing for them, you know, for the people that own it. You know, they have to hold on tight. You know, some some people couldn't stomach it, and they sold it at eight thousand. Oops, it's eleven thousand now. You know, so you gotta you gotta you know pick your pick your your points on what you're gonna do because here goes here goes the reality. Let's say for Bitcoin or Ethereum, uh, for, for Bitcoin more in particular. Let's say you had, I don't know, 100, 100 uh, Bitcoins and you sold them. Now, when you go to try to buy that back, it may be difficult for you to get that 100. And that, that's the thing with cryptocurrencies is that, you know, a lot of people are holding on to them, are holding on to them tight. So they're not going and, and saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to sell this now. Some Some people have Bitcoin. 
that can't touch it. How do you like that? Because they lost their their wallet uh, information and they can't touch it. So you have so many coins that are just lost in, in the universe that you can't do anything about. You know, Ethereum, Ripple. You know, I, I I like them because there's a business model behind it. You know, Ethereum has a business model, and it's it's not even close to being valued where it should be. Uh, Ripple has a business model, and it's not about the coin. The coin's just there. It's not about the coin. You know, they are building something in the banking system and fintech, and they're doing state did stuff with MoneyGram already. So I think it's going to be an interesting um, growth uh, story. Okay, and as the CEO Ripple said, you know, look, and, and I agree with this. He said that a, a vast majority of cryptocurrencies are going to go to zero. I say, and I've been saying it, that 99% of all these cryptocurrencies that you see out there right now, all these ridiculous, and I say ridiculous because they are ridiculous, ICOs, ICOs. ICO, you know, come on, really? If you're, if you're going and you're, you're doing an ICO, to me, and that's to go and fund the company. That's an IPO. That's an equity deal. How, you know, how are you circumventing the law? You know, and that's what a lot of countries out there are starting to realize, and they're starting to do something about it. Okay, but a lot of these cryptocurrencies are going to go bye bye. You know, as uh, regulation and self-regulation come to the forefront. You know, because if you have these coins that are issued and there's nothing behind them, there's nothing behind them. What? is going to prop them up the peer to peer you have so many coins out there so how are you how are you going to go and say hey that's a value add okay i'm looking at intrinsic value i'm looking at true value you know and intrinsic value ethereum ripple they have it bitcoin has legacy value they they're not going anywhere because it's a good trading opportunity for a lot of people and the peer to peer level on that is ridiculous so that's not going to go anywhere it's going to continue to pave the way you know but at the end of the day, it all comes down to where where is the intrinsic value? You have people chasing these ICOs. I think it's a joke. Okay, you're gonna have people getting burnt because they're jumping in, into these ICOs and they think this is the they, they're getting in on the ground floor. Know what you're getting involved with, okay? Because the reality is, if somebody had something that good, they would have created already. These ICOs, the the platform's not even created yet. So how does that make any sense? Yeah, because investors want to get in before everyone else gets in. So what happens? They'll get involved in the in the ICO, thinking that hey, you know, this can be the golden goose. I'd rather have something that is already established. Because if you have something that's established, you know, you don't need to raise money. Just get it going, so you can show. Just like anything else, you build it, show them, and they will come. But the investors, I don't know what it is. I don't know who put this together. But the bottom line is, you have. These investors, investors out there that are being sold a, a bill of goods that that's to me is retarded. Go invest in the go invest and buy the buy the coins before they create the platform. Okay, how do you know the platform is going to work? The risk is ridiculously high if it's not done yet. It's not proven yet. Nothing is out there. So you know what? Good luck with your ICOs. I I, I I'm not going to touch them. I wouldn't touch them. Okay, I think that uh, when they clamp down on that, and they will, and you'll see it trickle, trickle, trickle to a nothing, and you're going to have these ICOs stop, and and this is what's going to wind up happening. So just you know, just be careful if you're doing that stuff because you can you can get burnt very easily. All right, now I want to I want to kind of shift over to uh, blockchain scams. Okay, uh, 
it bothers me when I see an iced tea company or some other company, a meat company, bread company, shoe company, that today they were making shoes, but tomorrow all of a sudden we're the shoe blockchain company. How does that work? Okay, CNBC did a special. They did an investigative report on Riot Blockchain, which is a biotech company one day and a blockchain company the next. How does that work? Okay, how do you go change? Where do you have your tech, your, your technicians there? You have your engineers there. You have your coders there. What do you have there, right? You don't have anything that's gonna that's doing this. This is the thing that I don't understand. So a company feels that hey, I can put my blockchain at the end of my company name, and all of a sudden, boom, we are fantastic. We are beautiful. We're the best thing since sliced bread, and you're not. Okay, it's bogus, it's a facade, it's bullcrap, and I'm telling you that. Because if you have, like, blockchain company, like, like IBM is doing blockchain, that's legit. You have Xerox doing blockchain, you have companies that are actually doing stuff. Like, Ethereum is doing blockchain, that's legit. Okay, these other companies, they're just throwing that in there to get the attention. They think investors, oh, I'm going to go buy this now, and they're going to go buy it. And that's what's going to happen. And then when you have the brokers pushing it on them, saying, hey, this is the next next best thing. you got to get involved now. you got to do it now. And they believe it. And they get burnt. Look for the value. Look for the intrinsic value in these companies. Make sure if they're a blockchain company, how? How how is that happening? Is that overnight? Is that something that they've, they've been planning? You know, what's their, what's their, what, their, their engineers, their, their CTO? What's in place? You tell me. Do your research, people, because the bottom line is with something like that, you can get charred to a crisp, okay, and then you have no one to blame but yourself. Wake up, all right? Now, okay, I said earlier in the show that I was going to go and talk about uh, Pico Novus. You know, I I just want to go over it because, you know, when I did the last show, I was talking about it. A lot of people didn't know too much about it. Okay, so uh, I just wanted to go over that. I went over it a little bit on the last show, but I want to go over, you know, some of the things now with you so that, you know, I can give you a little more insight. You know, basically, look, it's a peer-to-peer asset-backed digital asset. It's it's a platform where you can you can go and use coins for for transactional purposes. Okay, for the most part, uh, you know, you have it's being utilized for investments investments in companies and projects and things of that nature okay of that let me see you have you have the total supply of coins is 100 million and it's capped at that okay at 100 million coins so you're not you're not going to have any other coins being issued at any given time ever okay so <clears throat> out of that 100 coins that are issued from approximately 80% of those coins are being used for investment purposes. The other 20%, you know, and that, and that 80% is not in public circulation, by the way. It's being used specifically to go invest in companies. So basically, the coins are invested, and then at some point down the road, you know, it's converted to fiat currency, and the coins come out of circulation, end of story. Okay, so that's what's happening. And that's why I like it, because of what it stands for. And it's an asset-backed uh, deal. So it's back. Is you have intrinsic value? You have you have something there. You have a, you have an underlying asset base that will continue to grow, I believe, and it's going to create that 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 value for the coins, that intrinsic value that that I keep talking about. You got to have that value because without it, what what are you doing? 
you know, you're, you're involved in a in a digital asset in a cryptocurrency. I hate using the word cryptocurrency, but digital assets a better a better uh, phrase for this, a better name for it. Okay, for anything. Okay, so you have a, you have a digital asset. Uh, what what's it based on? There has to be a use. Okay, with Pico Novus, you have a use. It's being used to invest in companies and people. You can actually use it for import, export. You can use it to make deals. You know, let's say you're going to go buy a company, you can utilize this to secure the uh, the deal. Okay, and the reason and and the reason that you can't secure it is because there's an escrow feature, and it's and I love this, and because it allows you to go, and let's say you're going to make a deal, you're going to do an import export deal. And you said, you know what? You don't want to go to a bank and pay one, two, three percent to have a line of credit or you know issue uh, issue some sort of paper for it. So, and you don't want to tie up your money for that period of time, right? Because you go and you tie up your money, all of a sudden, the deal doesn't go through, or whatever the case may be. You know, you may you can probably be in um, some. I mean, things happen. Things happen, right? Okay, so, you know, and you can go and put your money, you know, because if you go put your money in escrow, you know, for the, uh, let's say you're selling something and you're putting your money in escrow for the buyer in an import-export situation, okay, you have your money in escrow, all right? So what happens, you know, what what could happen? A lot of things can happen with, with fiat currency. You know, a lot of things can happen. You can... You, you can you can really hit a brick wall potentially, okay. And getting your money back and then you have to debate. I mean, it happens with import export if you you know things don't go the right way. So anyway, so with uh, with Pico Novus on the escrow feature, you can actually go and escrow coins and have it set for a particular day to be released. So when the deal happens, you can have it released that day. It's you know, you know that you're getting your delivery on this day. You can do you can have it released that day. Okay, and you can also release it yourself when the transaction's done, as everything is satisfied. But say, God forbid, God forbid, things don't go the right way. You have the ability to actually cancel that escrow. Let's say they don't deliver, but they, you know, if you had cash or, or something else there, you know, they can clamp onto it. But you have the ability to cancel with cause. Okay, and what that means is that. You know, you're going to be able to cancel it, but you're going to have to give a reason for it. And then if for some reason, you know, the other party is debating, saying, no, I delivered. You know what? You can request third party verification. Beautiful, right? Where you can go and have a third party come come and, and be in the middle and see everything and, you know, pass judgment on it uh, for you. Uh, but, you know... As I said, with the escrow, I, I love it because it gives you, it gives you a lot of uh, options and safety, for that matter. Okay, and safety. All right. So now, what's the uh, the next thing uh, that I want to go over with Piku Novus? Okay. All right. A lot of uh, I, I've I've gotten a lot of emails about this. They, you know, basically, and I'm just I'm looking at the uh, the uh, the site as I'm talking to you. And a lot of questions that come up to me, uh, exactly what is answered on the site is that, you know, they don't see any media coverage like they do with Bitcoin and stuff like that. It, the, the reason being is that this was never widely marketed. OK, it's, it's a relatively a new issue, came out at the end of 2017. OK, and again, because because of what it's for, there was no need. I 
I mean, I'm looking at it. Why? Who do you have to promote it to? Okay, you're not looking to get the regular Joe involved in your digital asset. Okay, you're looking to get B2B. It's more B2B. You want businesses to use it to go use it for transactional purposes. Now, what happens when you know you have investors? Yeah, they're involved in it as well. Okay, it allows them to 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 ride to ride it because you have you have uh, you know as, as I said it's, it's asset back so you have assets that are continually being put behind the um, the 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 coin itself the digital asset itself so it's just going to continue to get stronger I believe it's just going to continue to get stronger okay and another cool feature that uh, that the network has is that you're able to print an account statement you you can have an you can actually print an account statement and show it to your account and <clears throat> show it to anyone if you need to show that you had those assets actually in your name okay and uh, with um, and with the with with the dashboard okay the, the big thing with the dashboard is you got to know how to use it and and I'm looking. I'm at the site right now, and and it's and it's again. It's very simple, and that that's the beauty of it. It's very simple that it doesn't take a lot of brain power to 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 utilize it to use your wallet. Okay, you know, you it shows you the total coins you own, and basically any coins. You know, I'm gonna go through it right now because I'm looking at it right now. You have your total coins, and you have your coins that, that may be in escrow. It'll show underneath there, and your total value, and that's in U.S. dollars. Uh, from what I understand, there'll be other currencies, uh, fiat currencies that'll be added to this because there's a, uh, a need for it. Uh, then, then you have your, you know, you have your your links, your dashboard, your public ledger, which shows all the transactions. I mean, the transparency is there. There's no hiding anything. You have the block height, you had everything there. Fine. Uh, you go to your send coin section, and that's where you go. You go to send coins. You put you put your information in the uh in the uh amount of coins and you can actually do from you can you can add the US dollar amount and it'll convert to the Piku coin amount and then you can also add the escrow date and if you click on that box it'll bring up your calendar so it can show the date which is pretty cool and then you have your user settings which you can go you know put your information and you can change your password and then you can also print your statement and again, as I said, it's it's really it's it's a, it's a simple system to adhere to, you know. And then underneath that, look, you have your current value, which is the, the the price of the coin right there. It'll give you the percentage change and the trend, and then the volume for the twenty four hour period, because it is a twenty four hour twenty four hour period. It's not a not a nine thirty to four o'clock deal. Okay, and then it converts it to U.S. dollars. Then you have your mar your market cap. Now with Piku. And this is where I, I mentioned it earlier, is that you'll see a market cap. Like now, the market cap is $50 billion. But, you know, 80% of that is not in public circulation because 80% of that is for investment purposes. But it's still part of the market cap, but it's not in public circulation. So it actually changes what's out there. And that's why, you know, supply and demand. Supply and demand always, you know, makes things either go up or go down. And the total supply, as I said earlier, is a hundred million. It won't be any more than that. Okay, so you know, in short, you have a lot of benefits. 
Okay, and again, if you have any any questions about this, I would definitely you know welcome them. You can send me uh, an email uh, through the site, uh, through Money Never Sleeps Radio. Send an email. I love to hear from you, and I I love sharing the story and the information and whatever information I can get. Uh, on Pico Novus, because as I said, I see this as being the next uh, the next wave of of digital assets that are going to be here to stay. And as the ninety nine percent of digital assets start falling off in the coming years, okay, and I'm not not let's not even call it years, let's call it the next twelve to twenty four months, okay, okay, when they start falling by the wayside, because there's an oversaturation of garbage out there. But when they start falling by the wayside, what's going to wind up happening is that you're going to see the 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 best of the best rise. You're going to see Bitcoin will be there because of the legacy feature. Okay, Ethereum, Ripple, and and a few others. That one percent, that one percent out of thirteen, fourteen hundred coins that'll be out there, that one percent will survive, and they're going to provide a value to the people that own them. They're going to provide a value to businesses. They're going to provide a value to the financial community. They're going to provide value in general. And that's it. So anyway, I appreciate you uh, tuning in, listening to the show. Okay, I want you to enjoy the long weekend. Happy President's Day, and God bless America. Thank you again, and you know, catch us and catch me next week on Money Never Sleeps, and we're going to be talk, talking about other things at, that move that 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 impact the flow of money from around the corner to around the world. Thank you so much. Enjoy your weekend. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. All opinions expressed by Louis Velasquez on the Money Never Sleeps radio show and its website are solely his opinions and do not reflect the opinions of the UCW radio show or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by him on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by him as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. His opinions are based upon information he considers to be reliable, but neither the UCW radio show nor its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. The UCW radio show, Louis Velasquez, its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided on the radio show or on the website. His statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. No part of his compensation from the UCW radio show is related to the specific opinions he expresses. Please read the full disclaimer on MoneyNeverSleepsRadio.com.